and welcome to the Junkyard Love Podcast. started off wearing a mask too See? um i want yeah I, I want this to be even if my audio is a little weird right now i'll take it off but uh i just i want i want the world to see that yeah it's 2021 but like we're still here yeah we're jiving well and things things are the same <laughs> yeah we're, we're all still we're all still plugging along we're all still like <laughs> taking the punches throwing some punches like we're we're doing our thing we're we're going through the path um well so tyler milliken uh i'm really glad to have you here today ladies and gentlemen listeners welcome to the junkyard love podcast uh this is my friend tyler milliken tyler how the heck are you man yeah uh thanks for having me jake um jake of rhymes As your uh, your Zoom name here is, um, we were actually for listeners out there discussing how kind of social decorum has is questionable as of now, and and because of you know I'll take this off. You know we started, we're at home, it's okay. We're technically socially distant because we're in different states. <laughs> Trust yeah. me, it's fine. We're very far. But um, but no, it's it's interesting to see how you know things like saying your full name instead of just knowing you as Jake, you know, um, being able to, to see that because the moment we all had to convert the moment that the world went to digital for these type of interactions, we saw, you know, everyone's full name and their email and, and all that stuff. And it's interesting to see what social decorum items we retain. <clears throat> you know, you still say, thank you to your cashier when you're going through the grocery store and, and, you know, paper or plastic, you know, that kind of thing still exists in terms of that. And, and I know when, when Amazon or whoever drops off stuff at my door and they ring the doorbell and they rush away because they're busy, I open the door and yell, thanks, you know, like, so the please and thank you is definitely still there, but uh, the handshaking's gone. You know, I don't like that the handshaking's gone. It's weird. It, it, it's weird. It's really weird. It was definitely a signal of like, it's kind of like when you, if any of you use uh, Slack or like Microsoft Teams or something like that, or even just your, your iPhone or Android, um, when you start a new conversation with somebody, when you start a new thread, as we've all come to learn it, the physical um, momentum of that was was generally the handshake. Is a hi, nice to meet you, Jacob yeah. Rines. Yeah, I'm Tyler Milliken. You know, and that kind of began the relationship. That's what kicked it off. That's that was the checkmark box, and it's gone. Yeah, it's dude, gone. It's well, okay. So like, just 
physically touching another person, the chemical within our own body that's released is serotonin. And so we're missing right. out on like a chemical. I mean, it's basically, I've heard Simon Sinek describe it basically that, uh, trying to trust your gut, you know, you're doing this big business deal. Uh, you're, you're talking with some CEO of a company. It's like, cool. You got the thing. You got the thing. Here's the paperwork. I signed it. I signed it. All right. Well, it's great to be in business with you. And, and you put out your yeah. hand and that's like the, and uh, I think it was Simon Sinek. He's, he speaks about kind of like, if your gut feeling at that moment is like, Ooh, something feels, feels wrong. Like when you go to shake their hand or, or you extend your hand and they're like, Oh, I don't do handshakes or whatever. Like before COVID think about how strange that would be. But now it's something we have to, it's just something we do. It's just something that it it's, was. you almost don't <laughs> extend your hand now because it will, you know, probably maybe perhaps make the other person more uncomfortable. And it also now I've noticed, cause I actually like a month and a half ago or so, um, I was, I, my friend had a pop-up shop and I went by and I was meeting one of her friends and I didn't even think about it. I held up my hand, we shook hands and it actually slowed the tempo. Like it was weird. We both kind of had a knowingly eye contact like, Oh, 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 okay. We're doing okay. Yeah. It was, it was fine with us, but it also, it, it, it like caused a step back in me meeting a person by actually shaking hands. So whether we're, whether COVID's around or not, there's already this thing that has changed our interaction with people. Right. It's, uh, it's, um, if anybody, you know, out there listening or whatever, uh, the iconic in the Avengers movies, when we get to Wakanda and, and you know, Steve Banner, you know, bows or whatever. Yeah. He's like, we don't do that here. <laughs> right. Yeah, like it's, yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of, that's, that's the whole world now with the handshake when you, you extend your hand and they're like, we don't do that here, you know, cause like COVID's a thing. Like we don't do that anymore. And I just wonder, will it come back or is it, is it done? I hope is, it's is not the, done. the elbow bump where we're at. The elbow or bump what, has. What were they doing? The, the toe touch? kind of thing where your shoes yeah. you know we just do like a break a whole we do a, a tiktok dance move when we meet somebody we just start <laughs> Honestly, flossing yeah <laughs> facing each other i mean I, mm -hmm. I i'm curious if it will come back you know i i figured i mean i know in places like um I, i'm pretty sure in tokyo um if you go to say a supermarket without a mask on, like even before COVID, it was just kind of a frowned upon thing. Like you would, it was just polite. It's just mannerisms. It's just like, or if you're sick, you wear a mask. I think we'll have all those sort of things. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I, I hope we have the handshakes back. I, the elbow bump puts a, it automatically adds this goofy, like the world is crazy and everything sucks. Yep. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, it's know. not normal and it, it's not well it's just not routine i mean i don't know i, I have never done I've, I've never had to write a uh, essay on when the handshake was created right <laughs> like i have no idea of the history of the handshake but i can say that as long as we've been alive it's been a business thing it's it's mm -hmm. been in cultural society it's been a norm you know and it's it's for the most part been expected you know, I, I, I don't know that I've ever been able to go to um, a job site or a, a, a business where business is conducted, you know, not, not like a grocery store, but like you go in a bank and you sit down and you meet with somebody trying to think back, even um, my partner and I, when we bought our house and got our mortgage, you know, almost two years ago, we went in and the, the main lady at the branch, the head of the branch at that bank shook our hands yeah. before we sat down, you know, it was just, it was it was the greeting. It was a come in, please have a seat. And she, hi, I am, 
you know, and she shook her hands, you know? So it's so fundamental and so just in our nature that I, I, I think with you, I I hope it doesn't go away, but I also think it it won't. I don't think it will go away only because we paused it for what? Almost a year now, Mm -hmm. almost, you know, and there's vaccines rolling out and there's countries that have completely eradicated COVID cases and are doing fine and stuff like that. So I think we're just lagging behind and seeing it, but it definitely will be one of those things that, that is the slower recovery rate. Yeah. Right. Like going to a restaurant, going to a bar, having a convention, those things will come back prior to handshaking because mm-hmm. it's, it's not viewed as essential realistically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it kind of just showcases the, the low underlying fear that we all kind of have walking around with us, like kind of just a little low level of anxiety where, you know, we're all, we're all like, Ooh, I think we should probably do the elbow thing. Or I think we should, cause yeah. we, we all just don't know. Just, I, it, well, it's, it's weird too, to see, um, a demolition man, right. Uh, was it, it's a film, I think it's 1993 or, or something like that. It's got, um, the main character, God, what is his, Adrian. So that's just one that Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, uh, he's the main character and, um, he somehow they find a way to do cryotechnology, blah, blah, blah. They basically put him on freeze for 50 years and then they thaw him out. And so he, he comes out and he's like, what the hell? The world changed. And 50 years is enough time for the world to be somewhat different for sure. You know? And so, yeah. And so the world's different for him and he does a high five and they don't touch they don't physically touch in this in this film it's it's something that again because of viruses and stuff like that like they don't it's not something they do and so the the other person that he you know that holds up their hand and what you're supposed to do is like this and you go uh, and, and that like this like that that close and that's it and so when he's like the guy is shocked just shook he's like Man, i forgot uh, about this like, yeah. like somebody touched me like I, I don't know if he like thinks like he's going to die now or it's just, but whoever does that, I, I, he's a B character, you know, that's just one scene, but uh, that actor does a really good job of exactly how we all feel right now mm. when somebody wants a physical interaction and we're not used to it. Like we're, we, we've adjusted to not have it. And he just, yeah, I mean, he, he looks at his hand more than he looks at the other person because he's like, did you just physically connect with me? Did that just happen? You know, and it, I don't know if he's thinking like, do I get, get this amputated? Like, do I go wash my hands? Like, what do I do? You know, it's very, it, it, it was very telling for sure to, right. to laugh at, at, you know, at a film from the, the 90s and, uh, and still see that like, nope, whenever, whenever physical contact becomes part of the problem it it just gets nixed yeah it just does yeah i mean it's such a huge change from the way that we've always done things i think that like i don't know i I think in the end regardless of what ends up happening you know whatever whenever we come out the other side of this whatever that means it's always a weird sentence in itself right but uh i I think what it's going to probably require is just whatever we are doing we need to do it with confidence so like if for whatever reason the like it's no physical touch handshakes don't come back around and elbow touching is all we do like i sincerely hope that we make elbow touching 
fun eye contact like like make yeah. it the best we can like cuz <clears throat> i think we need to look at what do we get out of something like a handshake what do we get out of our um like almost controlling our first impressions of meeting someone or them meeting us and trying to show up as kind of our best self like you know you want to try to make eye, eye contact when you shake someone's hand you want to you want to be open you want to be friendly I, well and it's it, they always explain it too of um you know, like firm, but not like, like when someone has a, a good handshake, like the, the good handshake, right. Was, was usually like, well, they're not limp wristed. It's not wimpy. It's like they, they intended to shake your hand. And it's, yeah. it's that intent that you can't with the toe tap or the elbow, you, you can't convey, you can't get the, uh, the, the perceived commitment to what they're doing, why they're doing it, why they're meeting you, why they're shaking your hand. You know, like if, if I show up on a job site and somebody's like, hi, I'm your head rigger. Eh, like I don't have the confidence that yeah. I would if I show up and they're, hello, my name is Jacob Rines. Yeah. And, and, and it's presented and it's, it's, it's a good handshake. Yeah. And you now have this unfortunate because we've built this on society, right? Like we've created this, but you have either a, a instant confidence or an instant, not sure about this individual due to that 10 second interaction. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we're definitely, gonna and you're not going to gonna get that with the, with the elbow, you know, like, I, I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> Because we don't necessarily have to go back to handshake to to remap our brains on this mm -hmm, perceived mm -hmm. confidence and or perceived you know this perception, um, but we definitely have to do something. We we right. we have to have some new formal greeting yeah. that gives us this confidence. You know. Yeah, it's it's going to be super interesting. I mean, I I think that like I said, just whatever we do end up going with like whatever our new social norm thing is when we meet people that because because we're going to look at okay what does a handshake give us it gives us confidence it gives us eye contact it, may, it really opens this this new level of dialogue where you can meet each other on like a it starts a, a, the thread like yeah, I was saying, it, it starts know, the it thread begins the, it. so i i think that whatever we do it's going to have to be just done with confidence um and i think a I was thinking about um, kind of like your, you're a pretty confident person. I, I feel like you've, like I, I've worked with you in quite a few um, different live event settings, um, and but and I didn't know you before that. But you were manager. Was it was it Walgreens or it was Walgreens, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, even that from a young age, like I imagine your first time, you know, you're you're in your teens or whatever it was, and you're going to meet whoever the manager was or whoever's interviewing you like the confidence that you brought into that. I mean, I'm sure it was kind of just un, like naturally who you were, but if you had to kind of like look back now and say like, okay, how did I approach those conversations? How was I confident as, as a leader even back then? Um, and how can we apply so, that maybe to after the COVID thing? Right. So for, for um, a, a great example in any job interview and for anybody out there who, you know, is, is curious about job interviews and stuff, I, I, mentally go into job interviews not needing the job for one mm. like just make it not a need for yourself you'll you'll find a way i don't care if you literally have ten dollars in your bank account and you actually do need the job you know like no go to your friends and ask for for help or something while you're looking for a job but mentally tell yourself i don't need this mm. they need me that's why they're hiring 
And not only that, but mentally you have the job. Know, do your research, know what the job is, know what the expectations are, know what they, know the answers to the questions you're going to ask anyway. Oh yeah, can you tell me a little bit more about the job? You already know what the damn job is. It's working as a cashier, it's UPS delivery, it's, it's running live events, it's yeah. pushing buttons, it's talking to people on the phone. I mean, you know, it's receptionist, like whatever the job is, do your homework, know what it is you're applying for. So that way you're not surprised and you won't look surprised because you're not. And so you go in and you, you talk with the manager and that's given me the utmost confidence has just been able to go in and, and I already know what the job is. I already know how to do it. I don't need it. Do you want to hire me? Essentially is what it comes down to, right. you know, like, like um, if you mentally prepare yourself such that you are in a position where you're not, you're not needing it, you know, um, then you realistically can, can exude that confidence by just being there. Because at that point, you know, I'm not saying you're, you're going to get every job you ever want that way. You know, I could probably go apply as the CEO as Twitter or something like that right now. And I, damn sure will not get it. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Jack is not going to let that fly. Right. You know, but I also know that like, I don't, I don't need it. Like I'm comfortable and right. I'm okay with that and I'm fine being comfortable and it, it is what it is. And so I could still go and interview. Um, a small tangent here is um, I actually remember plenty of times even in this last, you know, year with 2020 and, and COVID being crazy and, and the gig economy, everybody knows the story by now, so I don't have to harp on the story, but um, I have interviewed, phone interviewed, Zoom interviewed, in-person interviewed for jobs that I had no intention of even picking up. I just wanted to see if they would offer me the job. I had a better job anyway. I, I was comfortable, but I was like, this is experience. Right. This is practice. Yeah, and and I mean, you, know, and you open yourself <laughs> up. You never know. Like maybe they, maybe you talk to them, and it's a job. Like parts of the job they explain, you're like, oh wow, this actually sounds pretty good for what's going on right now. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, um, the the actual the the current position. What I um, just got done with at two p.m., which it's for the viewers out there. It's currently two twenty six p.m. <laughs> so um, what what I finished my my shift at two p.m and then hopped on this call with you was a work from home monitoring webcast and, and stuff like that. Like today I dealt with the RBC, which is the Republic bank of Canada. Or, so I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. Um, and they talk about, they were talking about um, today's conference was all about senior living homes. Fun fact, right. And how they have not seen because of COVID they've actually been hurting. Those facilities have been hurting. Um, in terms of intake, in terms of new people. Um, I, I can digress on that all day long, but uh, the point I was trying to make was um, I got emailed this link that said that this company was hiring back in August. And I was like, well, I'm already just sitting at home on my computer. I have nothing else going on. Mm -hmm. Do I need the money? No, my bills are fine. Gigs have slowly transitioned and I've been okay. I've you know been able to pay everything that I need to pay. I... I, I, of 2020, I still did fine. Right. Like I didn't, I wasn't hurting. And, but I was like, eh, we'll see what it's about because the, the email was very short and succinct, you know, uh, you have to do this, blah, blah, blah. 
okay, cool. So I call them and the first person I talked to, to do a, a initial interview to just, her job was to make sure you could speak English <laughs> and had a phone uh, and a good internet connection. That was her job. She kind of weeded out the people who obviously were just not qualified. Yeah. Um, she didn't really know much about the actual position. And so, okay, cool, whatever. Right. Well, sure. Uh, put me down for an interview with the actual supervisor three days from now. I don't know if I want to do it. The pay is low and whatever, but, but put me down. Might as well. Again, I'm sitting at home. I have nothing else to do. You know? And so three days later, I get on the phone with the supervisor and he's like, well, here's actually what you'd be doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here's actually the job, like not just the job description, but like the, the, um, the steps that you would be going through daily, every hour to manage these, these webcasts. I was like, oh, that's super easy. Like I'm used to having to do this, you know, for like people on stage and stage manage and graphics and live. And he's like, no, no, no. You just, you call in, you ask their name, you make sure you can hear them okay. And then when they're ready to go live, you click this one button. And you're like, when do I, when do I hit the winner bars? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, like I'm over here. I'm like, so wait, you have three people assigned to all these calls and we all kind of cover each other. Like, what? Like, I'm used to having three times this work plus not three people. Yeah. (laughs) This is so backwards. But again, you know, makes sense why the pay is what it is. Um, So this was an opportunity that um, a a colleague of ours actually emailed myself and Megan, who was another colleague of ours, uh, emailed both of us this link because at the current time, this colleague... Uh, was work from home with, well, not even really work, was just told to be at home and still get paid uh, with Apple, Apple Corporation Mm. and uh, Darian, right? He lives out Mm. in California and their retail stores have been closed and he was a retail genius bar associate or whatever. So uh, for the first few months, he just got paid to just not go to work. Must be nice, right? I mean, again, for all those watching, you know what the last nine months have been like. Yeah. And anybody in in uh, Jake and, and my um, industry, we could call it, but mm-hmm. the gig economy, yeah. realistically, uh, anybody in, in, in gig life um, has been hurting. And it, it really, 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 it, it hurts. It, 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 the knife just gets turned in the wound to hear that, huge corporations like apple were like yeah just sit at home here's your paycheck yeah we can just do online sales and then to twist the knife even more was this particular individual and and uh jake i know you mentioned editing if i say something i don't mind saying this to the world um darian started complaining when apple decided to make him work Oh no! And FedExed him a a second iMac. He owns one already, so now he has another iMac. He was like, "I have to get my desk all cleaned out, and now I'm gonna have to do online support, and like this is annoying, and I have to do training, and it sucks." And I was like, "Oh, it's so horrible to still be employed." Yeah, they offered you a job. (laughs) Like, well, but no, they didn't even offer you a job. Like, I get that this isn't the job that you applied for and signed up for. Because you applied for and signed up for a genius bar position in a retail store in California. And now, I'm sorry, you're being paid these same, getting supplied 
the same equipment that you had in the store to do your job. So another iMac, right? Just now you have one at home with all the same tools and everything else, all the access. You're getting a stipend for your internet. So like they're already covering it just in case you happen to live at home and, and not have internet. You know, they're paying for it to make sure you can. And you're being asked to work for your money. Yeah. I, you mean you can exchange work for like money and then money for goods and services and you're mad at that? Like that's, that's what, I, I don't know. It was, I understand if they went from you have to help people understand and fix their phones and, and learn and, and you, you walk people through this stuff. And now because of COVID, the stores are closed. So you actually have to uh, physically make the phone. Mm-hmm. you know like or um we need you to run our board meeting with our ceos and stuff like that like i'm not qualified for that you know you're yeah, not paying yeah. enough for that kind of thing like no they asked you to go from the, like the handshake thing they asked you to go from meeting someone physically and helping them to digitally on the phone or on chat helping people that's it and from the comfort of your own home with equipment supplied. And again, it, it comes all the way back to the whole, for four months, the first four months, you were paid to just be home because they thought everyone, everyone thought, this will be gone soon. Yeah. You know, we'll I don't care if, for a month if it or was, two, we're good, but. Right. And I don't care if it was a, you thought that because at the time, the and, and I can say this today, the current president of the United States. Hey. Um, Right. So, so back then when we had the current president of the United States, number 45 was saying it'll go away and you buy into that. You want to believe that that's your own prerogative. I don't care. It's, it's Thursday, January 21st, 2021 and COVID numbers are still a thing. So clearly someone was wrong down the line. Um, but whether you believe that or whether you just were optimistic, whether you were just, I was optimistic. You know, I, I was in Florida, I still am. And they were like, close the state for a month. It'll eradicate it. We'll be good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great. I had conferences and conventions and stuff in June and July and August that I was looking forward to working. Yeah. I think they we were, I think we were both after, at, I think when gigs first started getting shut down, it was, it was middle of March. I think we were both in Wadeca. Was it, we were up in Bellevue? So I actually, yeah, I actually have a, um, if we want to cover that, I've got about five minutes worth of that. Um, we were both in Seattle, Washington, and we did a show that the morning session was Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. That was our award session. And then we tore it all down uh, Saturday afternoon. We shipped stuff back and we had a good evening. You know, we, we went out to eat and we did normal people things <laughs> Saturday night. Uh, Sunday, we all flew out and, you know, you, you back to, I think you drove, you drove back down. Yeah. Yeah. I drove uh, not far from to, Yeah. Cause you're not far, but, um, the rest of us, we, we flew out like 9am, 9.30am flight, whatever. Cause again, you know, Seattle to Orlando, that's almost as far as you can go without counting Alaska <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, so it's a long flight. Um, the next day. Well, late that night, but realistically, in effect, at midnight Monday, um, the state, the the city of Seattle, plus the state of Washington, both, in 
enacted a limit and you could no you could no longer have more than 50 people for your gathering no matter what it was and we had just 48 hours prior done a 2000 person show oh yeah i mean yeah we were in a room with 2000 people it, 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 yeah it, it, we we had to send home i don't know if you remember i i had to send home on setup day this is thursday so this oh, is a few yeah. days you know prior i had to send home our high school intern student because his school had one confirmed case one yeah in a student it's so weird to think I, i'm in the state of florida is. and i've got i've got 15,000 new cases a day we're sending home somebody because they happened to go to the same school that had one case. Is that how much? It, that's what's going on right now. It's fifteen thousand new cases a day for your state. It's average around yeah. It's average around that fifteen. Seems crazy. Um, like I, I haven't been following the numbers. Oh very my much, god! Right? Wow, that just seems. Not, I mean, I there's a there's you know a handful of people at work who are going through it. I know quite a few people who have had it by this point. Um, same. Yeah. It's it's interesting. So I remember at that show at that same show. Um. Basically, I was sitting in on some recordings and uh, some of the students were talking with with some of the adults. And basically, the students were like, you know, they're, they're trying to do what they can. You know, they're they're listening to the same news we are. They're they're getting the same info right. we are. We're trickling it down. Obviously, adults are trying to like, hey, you know, we're going to be OK, but we're going to do this. You know, you're going to try to to be that leader in, in that role. Um, but I remember the like one of the students basically kind of more or less saying, I'm a little confused. I'm scared. Are we sitting ducks? Like that, that was the question that he had. Are we sitting ducks? Like he's like basically asking, <clears throat> Hey, are we going to like die this year? Or, and it's, oh man, it's so strange to think of that was, you know, nine, 10 months ago. Um, but I'm also right, kind of wondering when we come out of this, whatever that looks like again, right? I mean, this, whether mm -hmm. we're handshaking or we're elbow bumping or we're, 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 off, we're, we're like, outdoor we're, conference only, we're outdoor yeah. concert only, you know, like, we're, we're sporting events, but without attendees, stadiums are being built, but not really stadiums. They're just soccer fields with cameras. With cameras, You know, yeah. like, who knows? <laughs> oh, so weird. Maybe this will push us over into augmented reality world. But I wonder like what the, like, like how could we show up as, adults you know like i mean when we're in roles of leadership like when i when when we're on site and like we're wearing shirt and tie it's like hey i'm in a leadership role like if a student has something if he's coming up to me it's i like, have to stop you for just a second because i don't wear shirt and tie i don't wear tie you know? <laughs> <laughs> i um, I, I actually have laughed i refuse i refuse um i i have laughed so much because the uh the production guide as of lately d says it's recommended but not required anymore uh. <laughs> and i don't know if it's because of me or what but uh, but no uh, continue right when we are when we are given and accept the role of essentially a, of a position of power or yeah. whether or not you know i mean it, again these are we're working for them either way, but, but we are looked up to Yeah. period. We are looked up to. Yeah. I, I think that b because like, I, I want to like, as, as an, uh, you know, I'm almost 30 years old. Like I want to consider myself a, an adult who oh is God, going to I like help 30 this year. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I like w w if a student, basically what I'm saying is like in that situation, I didn't have an, any answers. Like he wasn't asking me. I just happened to be in the room. Um, but I was thinking like, if I had answers that would actually comfort this kid who's like, Hey, like what's going on with this COVID thing? Like, well, are we okay? I right. wonder in the future, 
like how can we because because kids are smart man like and they with technology and their access to everything they don't want to be lied I to I wouldn't anymore. say I wouldn't say they're smart I'm not I'm not going to say they're dumb either but but I think that you're trying to, to touch it there you go I was about to say they are connected yeah. and like that, we, we can't we just weren't. BS them like, and be we, like yeah, because right. I, I don't want to. I, I don't think that adults should be feeding like younger people any sort of like Santa Claus story, like where it's like, don't worry about it. Like if you're good, Santa will bring you gifts one day a year. Like I, w- I want to be able to be real and honest and open with our younger generation. Like, but I, I'm just wondering how this is all going to change. You know, I, I always think about the the last four or five years. I think younger kids would have not really cared about the presidential election they wouldn't have cared about politics but it's now kind of coming to the forefront of all of us with social media and stuff basically like young kids uh you know kids in high school uh, even middle school have phones and they're connected to what what's going on in the world and so we're gonna have to have some sort of center truth or Uh, well and so so what you're what you're hinting at is what unfortunately already occurs for and has been occurring for, for quite a long time for our education system, but you're, you're, you're saying censorship. Like, mm. like I'm not saying, I'm not saying censorship in the, the broad bad way and stuff, but, but basically curated response or curated flow of information is what you're, you're pushing towards and what you're, you're saying we should, we should have a consensus on. And I don't know that it's always, a, it's never always a bad thing, right? Nothing mm-hmm. is always a bad thing. Okay. But, but it is one of those, like when the education system of a state or of a country or whatever, you know, decides to only push this flow of information and educate, like that's what our youth know. Mm-hmm. And with access like they have now to anything, essentially, I mean, it, the world's on the internet and if they're on it, then there you go. You've got Mm -hmm. access to, to whatever type of information you seek, you can find. And I don't know that there is, I mean, there are tons of the Amazon, you know, I don't want to say her name because she'll light up, but the the little doodad that's always Mm -hmm. in everybody's houses, they make a kid's version of it. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Parents probably buy it and eat it up. That's amazing. Who decides what goes on the kids' version? Who decides what? Yeah, like some twenty-two-year-old tech guy from Silicon Valley who's just trying somebody to somebody like who get... has no kid. Yeah, <laughs> you know who reports to a board? Maybe I don't. I, yeah, because I, our... I don't have stock in this. I don't re- rehearse one. I don't have a kid, so right. I don't even know. But the point being is, someone it, yeah. it's it's a someone decided it. You know, um, our biases are the, built the, into our technology. The, the iPhone where you can turn on parental controls, mm-hmm. right? Like if you turn it on as a parent, you're moderating it as a parent. You're making that decision. But it, if not, then you're right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's, it's difficult. It's very difficult because we do these events where we cater towards, uh, for, for legal purposes, m- minors, right? Like, 90% of the people that we are broadcasting to who are watching our, our hypodermic needle of what we decide to prevent to them mm-hmm. and who we're interacting with and we are talking with are under 18. Yeah. And, and we have to decide how to, we censor ourselves, you know, I mean, we, we would never, you know, this best of all, 
songs with explicit lyrics. Mm-hmm. Just you have talk to about curate this. those playlists and you made that choice because someone told you to make that choice. Mm-hmm. But it's not the parents of the kids. Yeah, see, so but the parents of the kids decided to send them to the organization, to the meeting and stuff like that, right? So it's it, it goes hand in hand, but it, it's very, very... I don't know. I, that's why I don't have kids. Yeah, the, um, like, <laughs> I don't. I don't like. I, I have a hard enough time making decisions for my own damn self, let alone someone that I'm responsible for. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's well, it's very very interesting. How do you go about letting the eighteen and well un, under eighteen generation know that? Um, again, this is my opinion with facts that you could Google. But uh, that COVID is a thing and it's not going away by a miracle and cases are spiking and right. it's transmitted. It's transmitted uh, from, from particles from, from your mouth and from breathing and from the lungs. It's, you know, it's not on your groceries. It's not on your door handle, right? Like it's, it, how, do you, how do you go about deciding to let them know the truth? without letting them know, you know, the whole truth, nothing but the truth, only the truth. Like we're supposed to swear yeah. on the Bible with our hand. Like, like, yeah, you don't want to tell a 12 year old, like, Hey, to be honest, like it's a disaster out here. Nobody has an idea what's going on. And the politicians, they're all crazy. But like you, you want to tell them. <laughs> Dr. Fauci says one thing and the president of the United States tweets out something completely opposite. Right. I mean, but it don't changes worry, honey, so... like, I packed you a PB&J for lunch. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's the, they're, they're like, yeah. Am I a sitting duck mom? You're like, I don't know. Go to school. <laughs> like, what? And I hope that they, what do you mean go to school? I mean, that even broke down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Go I mean, to Zoom. Go to yeah. your room and go Zoom. You go know? to your Zoom like, room. <laughs> go to your Zoom room. Like, go away. <laughs> Stop asking questions well, that, so, that don't need to be asked. Because I also don't know, you know? And, and as a parent, I think that that even, because again, us in positions of leadership, positions of power, whatever, you know, looked up to, feel like we should have a response and a good one at that. And, mm-hmm. and we should believe in our own damn response. I can't imagine being a parent with three kids, let's call it a high school, an elementary and a, you know, a middle or something like that. And we've got three kids who all of a sudden are like, why can't I go to school anymore? And I need laptops. To, and now I'm, I am parent and mm. I am daycare and I am everything. Yeah. Like, and, and I still have to work. I still have you gotta to You got to feed them. You got to keep them physically healthy. You got to be making sure you're the one teaching them the right things if they're not learning it on their Zoom class. Like, I mean. What's the right things though? That's, that's. Yeah. I mean, I do seriously. That's exactly what we started talking about. Hats off the right to any parents right now. Like, like sincerely. Hats like, off. oh yeah, my Tens gosh. across the board. Like, like I, I think parenting is going to be like the bicep of parenting in the next, like over the course of the next couple of years is going to be just fat giant biceps of every parent man they're just going to be killing it in the parent game because we a lot of people have really been forced into a whole different lifestyle with this when it comes to teaching kids i was thinking about so um actually this morning i was working on um so for 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 some of the upcoming shows i'm making a mix for aaron to play um just a general walk walk in walk out yeah yeah Um, so uh, a lot of times i'll do we uh, asked for that so appreciate it (laughs) yeah yeah a lot of times i'll do a, a spotify playlist and it can hit shuffle but this one will be a a continuous mix and so i've been working on that the last few days working on it this morning and i was even noticing you know when it comes to just right back to we were talking about um like who decides what is okay for kids or who decides at what age they listen to whatever even the explicit slash clean content nowadays more and more so i assume they have algorithms on places like spotify who are 
um, policing these things. So if it like it hears, you know, Dua Lipa say ass, it's going to, okay, now this one needs an explicit content. No, mark, believe but it now, or not, it's actually under the, um, from what I understand from, I graduated years ago, so who knows if it's changed, but um, it, it's the, the FCC. It's the same people who decide that, that you can you can say bitch on Saturday Night Live because it airs at 11.30 p.m., but you can't say it on uh, Wheel of Fortune because it's it airs at 6 p.m. kind of thing. How do so we do that with music, though? Like, when they submit the lyrics. Well, because I, so there will be ones that will say clean, like it'll say it's the clean version, or even on the, the record pools that I'm a part of, clean version right. and it's different than the dirty version but it still says damn it still says hell because um, that's allowed on the over the air radio or if it's never a radio version like if it's only an album version then it that means that it doesn't have to be regulated the same way it's um it's a, the reason that things like hbo or netflix or hulu it, you know hulu originals netflix originals mm-hmm. like they can have full nudity and it's not a porn because it's paid content no matter what. Oh, yeah, that's true. It was never yeah. designed to ever be on, this comes back to the hypodermic needle. Uh, what I mean by that is is you, the hypodermic needle is just an impression to say like you can't, it, it's going to happen. It's going to go in. It, it is or it is. It's a one-way communication and it's going in. Um, it, it's an old, outdated, honestly, thing at this point that I, I kind of don't know why I still use, but maybe it's just because I was educated it's that way. It's kind of intense. But, um, <clears throat> but it's, it's things. So things that are broadcast on publicly available free television are censored and, and scrutinized and stuff way more mm-hmm. than any cable TV show because you had to pay to get it. So, like, you invited it in. Yeah. Right? If it's public, I don't have to have, I do have an antenna because I'm cheap and I don't have cable and I do free TV. But even if I didn't have an antenna, the FCC is concerned about all the content on those channels because they're just here. Not that my brain can pick up on those frequencies, (laughs) but they were worried about it because you do not have to, there's no... I guess a good way of putting it is there's no, do you accept the terms and conditions for free TV? Yeah. You just, you can buy a TV and have rabbit ears and an antenna and you're done. Now, now you have access to that content for free without accepting their terms and conditions. No one's telling you you have to watch it, but it's there and your kids could watch it or something like that. Right. So, so that is who decides those things and why they're censored, but that explains why even clean versions that you find from an artist could potentially not be as clean as we used to come to know the name as clean, right? Right. Like, A, this goes all the way back to who the hell decided that it was a cuss word and why isn't hell one? Oh, because it's in the Bible, right? right. Like, I mean, but who decided, right? Who, Who made them bad? Yeah. It's connotation. It's always that kind of stuff, you know? So um, the garbage truck is driving by and it's loud. If you hear it, I'm sorry. Um, I actually don't hear it at all. Fun f- <laughs> oh, good. Well, fun fact, I do produce waste and I have a garbage can. I roll it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it, it's, it comes down to like who, who gave connotation to make that a cuss word. And then how does the artist who produced the content with a explicit in it, um, how do they intend to get it to 
their audience, I guess. I mean, it, it's if I sing a song that I made up in my head and I sing it to a, a instrumental beat or something and I sing it in my shower and it's literally nothing but what we classify as cuss words. Like that's technically not a problem or explicit. And I could stream that on YouTube to my followers if I wanted to, you know, um, and it wouldn't be classified as explicit either because I never made it publicly available. So yeah. it's just me. Yeah, it's it, not- this podcast is a good example. Like, like we literally can say like "fuck this," whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. You can edit this out if you need to, but but we can say anything we want to say, and because it's exclusive to people who decided to click on it. Yeah, so it's I'm not pretty, censored. I, I'm pretty like on on every single. I mean, I'm sure there's a couple episodes that I've uploaded that haven't had cuss words, but I pretty much assume that my potty mouth is going to slip out a cuss word or two every episode at least, let alone my guests. So I actually have a thing on YouTube and on um, the sites that distribute it to like Spotify, Apple Music, all those. There's there's just a little check mark, check box mark like this contains explicit content, and I like that because so for me. I, I like being able to offer parents who are driving with their like age under eight yes, child yes, in the yes. car. Like I, I, I want to let them know you that just, like, Hey, I maybe want, this is I what I'm listening to right now. And I want to pause you really fast to say, A, you don't have any kids, right? So let's let the listeners know you have Zero no kids. kids. Do you have um, siblings that have children? Yeah, tons. Okay. So you have, you understand the, 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 relationship that, that parents and children have great okay i think they cuss just, about kids a lot though actually i don't know if my my scissors are the best example but i know what you're saying oh you're you're just letting me reel this in okay now i have two things okay, all right the first thing is you said eight you said kids of eight or younger in the back so you chose a number you who doesn't mm, have yeah. any kids decided that kids of eight or younger shouldn't be listening to your podcast but nine and up was fine Okay, is is the negative space you left there? And the second thing you said is you think your siblings cuss too much to their children, so they're not a good example. <laughs> Therefore, you chose that that they're not a good example. And the negative space there being, if you had children, you wouldn't cuss as much to to yours because mm. they're not a good example. You'd follow a different example. So, so you are now deciding in and of yourself as an artist that your podcast. This podcast should not be um, allowed to be listened to by children eight or younger. You yeah. chose that. Yeah, like so I'm the who, police. I'm the middle. Who you you are? So who at the at, at at the Spotify or the FCC or the TV or Netflix or whatever decides that something that's rated R? Ooh, right, you yeah. can't go to a movie theater and see something rated R unless you're eighteen or older. But if someone 18 or older buys you a ticket and you're 16 or 17, that's okay. That's yeah, literally their loophole. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because I remember going and seeing stupid films with friends. I mean, that's what our generation did on Friday nights after high school. You know, we all piled in the one person who had a damn car <laughs> and we rode down to the mall and we hung out at the mall because the mall was a cool place back in the day for those youngsters who were like, what's a mall? We order everything on Amazon. Like, um, like, no, the mall was a place you went and you spent your allowance or if you had a job, you spent your money. And, and yeah, we would want to see a, a horror film around Halloween because that's when they came out and they were always rated R because they had blood and guts and gore and all that stuff. And 
you'd have to sometimes have a friend like show their ID. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm 19 and, uh, and he's 17, but like, it's okay. I'm his chaperone, you know, so kind of thing. I was always the baby in my, my group. Yeah. You're, you're with chaperone. Um, right. <laughs> what do you, what do you think then? Like, how do we, what, what do you see like the future of marking things as cuss words? Or do you think even like, are we just going to mesh and young kids are going to be adult at an earlier age so to say and like it'll just be kind of this like hey try not to cuss but it's all around you kids like is it gonna be like like where do you see the future of separating explicit and clean content in our culture so what i what i see is um i'll lean on a colleague that you know her name is uh christy howard Mm -hmm. and um she she's got a little girl and she educates her little girl on language <laughs> essentially but but on on cuss words and i think it comes down to the implied meaning behind it is where it comes down to and so we need to instead of shielding them from a, a word because we decided it was a bad word you know um we need to just educate them like, like it's a dictionary, you know, mm. like, like we're teaching them language. We need to just say, you know, Hey, younger generation, you can, you can, you can grab your cell phone. You can text your friend and say, what's up, bitch. And LOL. And that's completely fine and understood because you know, and you have this relationship and the meaning behind it was just, you're just talking, you know, versus, Imagine like, if your six-year-old daughter texts her friend and says, what's up, bitch? I, I mean, again, like if, if the meaning and understanding is there, like it's, it's funny to say right. because we've shielded for right. so many years this, this type of, of conversation and stuff. But, um, but yeah, like you don't – if you teach them the meaning behind the word and the, the emphasis on it and mm-hmm. we show them that it can be used as a, as a, a, a comedic – element Mm -hmm. when referencing but also it can be used as a a negative insult you know as as essentially as an insult you know i mean like if i if i tell somebody you know like i i i can look at you and we can be on show site and i can be struggling and struggling and struggling and struggling and just absolutely struggling just just struggle bus nine thousand. And, um, you come up and in 2.3 seconds, you're like, oh, it's just control this for a computer program or something. Right. And like, you just solve the problem that I've been bashing my head against the damn keyboard for 20 minutes. You're describing what you do do on site, by the way. Like you, you do this, you're you're the genie who just walks up and you're like, oh, it's just (laughs) just this. You you are the example (laughs) of that. that. But point being is when that occurs, even when I do it, if that individual who's been struggling for 20 minutes turns and goes, fuck you. Like, it's funny. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> right, 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 right. You're not yeah. mad at me. You're actually happy that I solved your problem. You're more mad that, like, your problem was a simple solution for me and wasn't for you. Right. And, I, I, you know, I get the struggle. I get the frustration. But that is that is a funny way of saying it. Mm. Um, but then you can also, you can, like, you could be out of a club and you could be like, mm, I want to fuck that. Way different. That's way different. Way different. Right. Not funny yeah. anymore. Not funny anymore whatsoever. Has a physical action associated with it, right? Yeah. You can also, I mean, I've, I've burned myself because I'm a human. 
And, you know, it's scalding hot. And you're like, oh, fuck. Right? Like, right. that's also a third version. Like, do I want to have sex with what I burned? No. <laughs> Am I laughing at what I burned? No. It sucked. I, I burned myself, you know? Like, it's hot. So, it's, you, you, we have to... We have to normalize. It's, it, it's a whole trend right now. If anybody's watching this 20 years from now, scrub back in the timeline of history. And uh, it, around late 2020, early 2021, you'll start to notice people going, let's normalize, right? And so we're supposed to start normalizing things. Well, maybe we should normalize every word in the English language. Yeah. <laughs> It, it's and it's so crazy for me to even say in the English language uh, overseas. We're we're U.S. United States of America again. For those watching in I don't know 2050 when this country doesn't exist anymore, it was a country. Um, <laughs> or Brexit 2.0. But, uh, right, exactly. But um, but over in in the U.K. area, twat is is okay. Mm. Or, right, or, or uh, cunt means vagina or cunt, right? Yeah. Is is uh, you know, or or um, they they actually have more cool words than we do. Uh, cock, cock is also right. You you cocker, you know. It yeah, is, is but if you, it's very used. like yeah, if we say those those same words, like I mean, two maybe even all three of those words. If we say them, they almost like stop the flow of what's going on now. It's, well, you, you can't say sure that. I don't know if this do. is like leftover Christianity um, way of of just speaking or whatever. Um, well, you uh, think it would be the opposite rather. then if it's religious because we left and yes, the United States is still religious, but like not like the Catholic, like UK is hardcore about right. that. We're very like diverse. Mm-hmm. You know, we try to be. I know that there's still. Hey, those listening in 50 years. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So but, okay, so um, I, I think what I what I think about so as a DJ and especially, you know, doing working for student organizations as I'm also like I'm playing in clubs and bars and at weddings. Like I like I I play weddings where I've played a wedding where the bride had me hand her a mic and she rapped uh palmdale by afro man word for word like where it's just like cuss words have everything and it's even outside of cuss words i think in an ideal world situation what we could be going towards what would be nice as just someone who plays the music i think it would be cool to have i don't know maybe just a instead of explicit or not like not hey this has a cuss word but basically this is good for kids. Like this is all right, all right for your kids under this under this age, or this is good for under twelve. And this You're is not something. But policing yeah. it exactly the same as everything that is on TV. If you turn on the little square that pops up in the upper left, right when the program starts, well, but so it shows up and it says like thirteen plus, right, or rated rated E for everyone, right, or rated T for teen, or video games have this. Oh my god, they still have this today you know, where they have the little square and it's, it's literally policed by someone making the decisions. Do you think that's an outdated way to do it? Or do you think we should revamp it? You think we should just let it do its thing and let people be educated? So, so I don't think that it's, I do think it's outdated in terms of, you know, it got created way long ago. I don't think it's bad. Um, but I do want to say that what those are, 
those are those little symbols and stuff on video games or DVDs. If I don't know who uses DVDs anymore, but uh, you know, whatever on DVDs on on um, YouTube channels, on podcasts, on Netflix, where you literally are highlighting on it and you're reading the one paragraph description. It's got a rating. Netflix even does it, even though they don't have to, because they're you subscribed, you paid for it, you get you get. But they do it because they want their viewers to use it as a guideline mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is what it was intended for and i think that's what it needs to stay intended for i think it's a good True. thing it is exactly like going down the grocery store aisle and looking at the ingredients on it, pick a thing you know does this have high fructose corn syrup i don't i don't want that for my kids yeah you know does this is this organic is this all natural like if if you as a parent are cognizant and policing that element of what goes in their body then you should be cognizant and policing what they're viewing and how they're viewing and things like that. And that's on you as a parent. That's why I don't have kids. I don't want kids. <laughs> and, but I, do I use those ratings? Yes. I use those yeah. ratings. It's, it's super cool to see that an animated show by Pixar says, you know, TV 13 for, for mature, right. M for mature or teens, right. That's, that's a fun one, actually. The M for mature, because that doesn't put a number which we all love to use because I don't know, the world went around the sun one more time and we happen to still be here. So we're like, Oh, I'm at a higher number. Like who cares? Are you mature? Are you mature enough to handle it? I enjoy things that just say what the content is. And so it's, again, it's the ingredients. It's, it's, it's the stuff inside the film. Does it, does it have where they take a chainsaw and cut somebody's head off? Do you see it? Is there blood and gore? Is there curse words? right? Explicit language, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, as, as we've defined it. But, but I, I enjoy that. Is, is there sex? Have you talked to your kids about sex yet? And is there a sex scene in here? Do you, are you going to have to game of Thrones? You should probably not let your children watch that. If you haven't explained like where babies come from yet, you know, kind of yeah. concept. Um, but it, it, maybe there is, maybe there's not. And that is for you to decide as their supervisor, their parental element, and I still think the onus is on us as producers, content creators and stuff to identify when that occurs. So mm-hmm. yes, you checking the box that says explicit is helpful. It should still be there. Mm-hmm. I don't think it should limit your content. I don't think that there should ever be censorship for those type of things. You know, I mean, if your kid can Google Pornhub or Xtube or whatever.com and watch porn for free, then like they can also go on Game of Thrones or watch Netflix, you know? So they can have their Amazon doodad tell them a real thing, not be the kid version, you know? So it's, it's your choice. I think the rated M is um, basically like a cover all bases on that. The infirmature. Um, I I believe that that I kind of like that one again because it doesn't put a number on it. It just says we we decided that you kind of just need to grow up if you want to watch this, and mm-hmm. here's the reasons why. Because M M can be because of violence, and that's it. M can be because of tons of things. You know, sex, violence, gore, uh, murder, uh, language, explicit content, all that stuff. I've, I've laughed because I've seen we've gotten too hard on the policing thing. Um, so much so that I don't want them policing. If I had kids, I think is where I'm at because 
I have gone on my TV. My TV's this way, by the way. It's what I'm looking at as I'm referencing this. But um, I have gone on my TV and I've just laughed ridiculously when I see Amazon Prime content and it's rated, um, you know, rated R or or um, M for mature or whatever. And one of the reasons listed is because of smoking. <laughs> smoking is literally a, a reason to have to rate your shit because people decided to smoke in that episode. And I'm like, what? It wasn't for anyone out there who hasn't heard me already. uh, It is Thursday, January 21st, 2021. Yeah. It was not, but like what, 30 years ago that, that there were cigarette ads on the sides of buses and benches and stuff. And all that got banned. I mean, we, we remember, I'm sure you do the Marlboro man. Those commercials with him and the horse and stuff, like he was cool. Yeah, they they had a, th- there used to be ads where it was a doctor, like in a white lab coat situation. Like one in six doctors rec- recommend Marb Reds over can- or over whatever. Like they those were advertisements. Yeah. And so I think retrospectively, looking back, I see. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I almost do see that as oh, that's kind of wrong. Like that's that's kind of like that's you that's know why they're gone. Yeah, right. I mean, so so it'll That's be interesting to look back and see like what we're looking at explicit tags and in all this. I mean, I think of someone who just goes, let's say they go to Spotify and they hit today's top hits and they hit shuffle and, you know, they're they're driving down the road. Like even if you have the thing where it plays no explicit content, you're going to hear like if they throw a rapper on a Dua Lipa song and he's he mentions slang and rocks uh, has a has a, a strap in his trunk like he did slang and rock strap in my trunk there's no cuss words in that correct so like me, defined I, cuss words yeah yeah so so me <laughs> there's, I there's wonder, the implication right? like, like like so are those situations where the parent like say there was a kid in the car for that example the parent says hey that's that's the that rapper that's his lifestyle that's what he's rapping about blah 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 um or or is there a sense that it is almost wrong because when we as young young people we idolize who we like we idolize who like i mean when i was young i idolized eminem like i guess i didn't do things that eminem does like i didn't you know put a woman in the trunk and drive down the road because i heard it in a song but uh but you could have <laughs> but, but i could have been influenced to <laughs> and do you, it and you, and you, yeah, could have been influenced to do yeah it. i don't know I, I just wonder because i really do see how um I don't know, like obviously through through working, um, like playing student organizations, I'm very like I'm a Hawkeye with cuss words now. Like if if I'm if we're playing it over the giant PA and I hear like a cuss word that I somehow didn't like I missed when I was. Oh, I know you transition instantly. Oh, my gosh. I'm so I'm just my my (laughs) butt is just so puckered. I'm so nervous that I just lost my job for letting one cuss word slip. But um, I I don't know. I, I I'm just I'm curious. But what's annoying is it's not. Right. That's what I was about to say. What's annoying is it's not, it's not just Jake has to make sure he doesn't play cuss words. He has to just listen to everything and not play cuss words. Like it's not just that because you have to interpret and then judge personally Mm -hmm. the meaning behind the song, because there's been songs that don't have cuss words, but they talk about hooking up and taking a girl back and doing all this Mm -hmm. stuff. And you're like, I can't play that. Like that's, I get that it's popular. I cannot play that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, <laughs> let's go back to my place and do a line. We all know what that means. 
Yeah. They probably And then, and then they'll say Coca-Cola and like add like uh-huh. the sound effect of opening a can of pop. And then they'll be like, well, hey, but, no, I'm talking about the soda. But it's like right. like we, we have to treat the listeners as if they're intelligent because, you know, to me they are. Like I want <laughs> I want the kids who are listening to the popular music to like intelligently understand what it's going on. Like they're not being lied to. They don't need a Santa Claus story, but there needs to be something, I guess, that... Especially, I want to take a note, especially the organizations we serve are generally things like future business leaders of America. Like, don't you want the future business leaders of America to be smart? (laughs) Yeah, right. To to be um, a a trending, you know, to be woke, right? Like, don't don't you want that out of them? Don't Mm. you expect that if they're in this organization? We aren't playing for, for the viewers out there. You know, we're not... We're not doing this to go to a high school and just put it in their gym on a CD and and call it a day and they can hit play and do a dance party whenever they want for prom. Like, no, this is a national conference for all of the United States of America, for everyone in that organization who qualified by competing against their fellow students and happened to be lucky enough to score high enough to get to go to this conference. These people pushed and pushed and pushed. They know what the fuck's going on. Mm -hmm. And it sucks that we feel like our hands are tied behind our backs when it comes to playing what they want to hear. Mm -hmm. Because you know that they go back to the hotel room and they put on their headphones like I am. And they're playing Gucci game by Lil Pump on repeat. And they're playing Gucci game by Lil Pump on repeat. You got it. (laughs) You know, they're they're sitting here and and all, all... you can walk down the halls of the hallway and all you do is body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. And we don't get to play that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I, and I, I get it though. Like it's, it's very frustrating. It's very, it's, I mean, it's a difficult thing to do. I, I weirdly enjoy it. Like there, there's almost this, like as much as maybe I'll, maybe I'll complain about it sideways or something. But like, as I'm sitting here spending hours and hours, not only reading lyrics to songs as I'm listening to them, I actually have to ignore the lyrics a lot of the times and make sure right before the drop, it doesn't say, put your fucking hands up or just throw in a (laughs) random sample of them cussing. Or like if there's a little vocal ad lib in the background, I have to really like repeat it six times and listen like, wait, is that saying like, like fight a bitch? Like, You you know, what's really sad though about what you're talking about is because you just gave like a fourth example of fuck. I already gave three. You gave another (laughs) one. That's the fourth one. And what's so cool is it's actually not even a bad one. Like if I was working somewhere rating things and songs, put your fucking hands up for an EDM song where you want people to put their fucking hands up. Mm -hmm. Like that's not, that is not a bad thing. I actually have a, a, a random um, Venn diagram that's actually really funny. I'll send it to you when I, um, when I get off the phone with you. But um, it, it has the different overlaps. And one of the things is literally put your fucking hands up and it's overlapped DJs and guess what? Priest. <laughs> right <laughs> you go to church and they're like put your hands up and praise the lord right you go to, to clubs and they're like put your hands up and, and, and get down yeah. that kind of thing and we can't we're so censored because of that whoever decided that that's a bad word yeah it's that is- and that's what i'm saying as a parent it, it should not be it's it's not the word. It's not the the combination of letters yeah. and and phonetics that make a sound that yeah. make it bad. 
it's it's the context and the connotation and how it's used. Well, look, I mean, I think this time now more than ever is going to it's it has and it will continue to force us to look at the meaning of things. You know, that's a, a lot of like what's what's going on, like our political differences and all of our arguments and all the crazy news media. It is really a, is. A lot of it is we we honestly like a lot of us really want the same thing it's just like we're arguing different meanings over each other's heads we don't realize we kind of mean the same thing we're so obsessed with like no no the word itself like you said this this is what democrat means this is what liberal means uh it's we're gonna have to look at our meanings of things and and reassess them for sure we oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> touching on that i mean i really hope that somebody happens to stumble upon this because they have nothing else better to do and they're it's 2055 and they <laughs> listen to jake and tyler talk but um yeah I, I i wholeheartedly agree with you we cannot be black and white we can't be black and white on the word fuck being cuss word because we have to look at how it's used and the meaning behind it and we cannot be black and white on on any political uh, controversy or, or decision, realistically. I mean, we're not black and white in the grocery store. There's more than one cracker. There's more than one juice. There's more than one. There's, there's Pepsi and Coke, and there's tons of variations, right? Somehow, there's still Dr. Pepper, and there's, you know, special Chet K or RC Cola or whatever your Winn-Dixie or Publix or Walmart brand is. There's great value, you know, and stuff. There's just so many different choices that it's really sad to see on the ballot and in the political environment and in what feels like the heart of America, too. Right, right. Yeah. And if you're I, not, and if you're not number one, if you're, not you're clearly one, number you're, two. You're clearly, yeah, clearly, you are, you are, you are A or you are B, yeah. and there are no other choices. That yeah, is that, it. That that's a lot of the madness. Like that, that is one of the biggest things that, to me, when I'm like as an observer, when I'm watching like things that happen on social media, I'm just like, what? Don't you guys realize that you're just arguing? If you're not this, then you're that. Or if you're if you're not with me, you're the bad other. It's like there's millions of other options out here. Tons of other options, and that's that's what seems to to fundamentally just suck with um, the choices we have and and the people making the choices and everything else is. And, and honestly, what continuously stalls progress because people in charge of making progress are trying to come to a conclusion, come to a unified decision, come to a middle ground, and they're being met with, well, no, because I don't have this, I can't do it, or because I don't have that, I can't do it. And it's on both sides of the aisle. I mean, it it just, I don't, I do not know a solution. If I knew one, I'd be running for office and I'd have it and we'd go. But, yeah. you know, I, I do not know a damn solution. Um, I, I, I cannot tell you if I think we should go back to the drawing board on, on, on the United States of America, mm-hmm. realistically, mm-hmm. or uh, if, if maybe we can uh, dig ourselves out of the hole. We, we painted ourselves in a corner. Mm-hmm we decided that there would be two parties really early on and how those two parties would um, be represented and, and, and gain power and stuff like that really early on. And no one's been willing to modify that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think my, 
very loose summarized opinion of what's going on, like kind of just with kind of with humanity as a whole, like just where we're at. But I mean, specifically like our country, I just think what we have here and what we have built here is completely beautiful, amazing, like wonderful. The fact that we are the thing that came after monkeys and we're not just like throwing our own shit around and like I still do that. You don't? Oh, I mean, I do. I do. If we were in person, oh, I would good. throw my Right, around. exactly, to each other. <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I mean, I, I think that I, I think that we're just at a point where we're, our intelligence levels, our connectiveness levels, um, we are changing at a very rapid pace. And I think we need to take a look at hey, what is the way that we are changing in? Like, like what's the direction we're facing? Or what's the direction we want to be going in? Because we're changing towards something regardless. So we need to kind of put a little bit of maybe some some bumpers using using like visualization of like a bowling ball. right right um and, and i think that I, guidance we need to add guidance to right our to look flow at, of the future yeah because either way it's coming into it. it's, it's happening yeah, and yeah. I, I think we're just at, I mean, we're at a time where I hope it doesn't descend into madness before we really get there, but we do need some sort of democracy 2.0 or new ways of, do. of organizing ourselves. Yeah, it's about to say, I, I don't, I like your, your bowling ball bumpers analogy, and I want to use that and, and tee on it. Unfortunately, what I was trying to get at with the, the current climate, the two systems and stuff, and, and it looks, it's, we're hopeful, um, again, Thursday, January twenty first, twenty twenty one. We're <laughs> we're hopeful right now, that um, that that the the forward momentum will not be this. However, in the previous twelve to twenty years, but probably I mean I've only been alive and paid attention not that much longer. So so I don't know how long this has gone on, but your bumpers situation has always been there. We never get a gutter ball because we we go forward. Okay, so the bumpers have always been up. However, instead of guiding it as almost a, a pie shape towards the the inevitable strike, mm. it appears and it feels like what we've been guiding it is a pendulum swing. It's been the ball is going left or the ball is going right. It's not going to go in the gutter. We got bumpers, right? Mm. We know we're good. But it, it just seems like whoever gets control of the ball you know, or, or the presidency, <laughs> um, but whoever gets control of, of kind of where we're going tends to just drive it. I mean, it's, it's a hard left or a hard right, man. It, yeah. it does not feel, it has not felt like, in the last few years, like we're just nudging it a little bit our way or a little bit that way. I don't even want to say our way or their way. It's not our way or their way. It's forward. No matter what, it's forward. We all agree there. It's forward, but it feels like we're nudging it it doesn't feel like I should say we're nudging it. It feels like we're knocking it mm. to one side or the other side. And, and that's kind of been why our younger generation is concerned with it. It's been why you and I are talking about it. It's been why the history books will reflect it and stuff mm. is that it's, you know, it, it's, it's too volatile. It's too much rocking the boat that it's getting people up in arms and it comes what bothers me is i think like you it um it 
stems and comes down from the whole, you're right. If you're not A, you have to be B. Yeah, it's a black or white thinking that we keep it's getting stuck. Right. In. Every, I mean, you even can't... what we were talking about with explicit, it's like, is it clean or is it not clean? Is it a cuss word or is it not a cuss word? It's like. <laughs> exactly. It is. is it rated R or is it rated mature mm -hmm. or is it rated. Who decides? We're going to have to look at our. Stamped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like who, who decides who get, who gives it the stamp? And then, like, we need to be able to say, is these people deciding to stamp it this way? Is this helping us any longer? Or is this something that we need to take a look at? Because I think as a general, like, we got to stop <coughs> seeking into this black and white, this red or blue, this, this us or them. And we got to really look at right. what the reality is right in front of us right now. Not how has it always been? How was it before? Whatever. Like, use these things as examples to guide us. Um, you know, amicably, but we, we really do need to quit the black and white thinking and realize what's really going on. However, that looks, you know, colorful. That's how it looks. Yeah. It's colorful and it's yeah. beautiful that it is so diverse and so colorful. You know, um, everyone wants to say, you know, America, the melting pot, the, the it's like a soup. It's got all kinds of things and stuff like we need to show that we need yeah. to, we need to man up and we need to show that we aren't just Democrats or Republicans. We are a United nation, the United States of America, yeah. and we're all diverse and we all have different rules. And what sucks is um, people get mad about this because it's, it's, I mean, hell, a, a, a high school has more clubs and divisions than our political system does, you know, like it's insane. But the point being is there's still a school principal and there's mm -hmm. still hard, fast rules for all of them that they all have, you know, kind of, kind of almost like a check the box for accepted terms and conditions. Like they've all come to terms with and they've been okay with and they've decided and agreed upon and there's a revision and we every year we look at it and we can keep going and stuff mm -hmm. and so i'm not saying we don't need i don't want like to use the word overlord or something like that you know we don't really want to say that we do need a governing body we do need a set of rules we do need to follow a set of rules um but the thing the, the cool thing is like at a high school they don't really have to enforce the rules too much compared to like police and the streets and stuff, right? Like they, because they all decided on the rules and they all got them, they all wanted them, you mm -hmm. know? Like if, if you want to, if I told you that, hi, I'm um, mayor of Portland, Oregon, or I don't know, head of state, whatever, something like that. And I was like, you know what? You can't drive from 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. You just can't. It's my decision. I'm allowed to do that. You elected me mm. to be representative of you. So it's kind of on you that, you know, you made the decision by electing me that now I made the decision to enact that rule. But like, you didn't agree to that. You don't want that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, and um, this comes down to a, a small topic that, well, it's not a small topic, but it's a topic that, um, that is really annoying in our current way of doing things, way of enacting in, in Congress, you know, way of, of doing laws is they, they're bills that are proposed and then they get voted on. And what sucks is they're not, they're not your grocery store receipt where they're line item and itemized, right? Mm -hmm. Like you and I always have to get a receipt that's itemized so we can prove we didn't buy alcohol or something like that on it. They're not that. What sucks yeah. with our bills and our reform is they're a, it's a, a 
we want to pass article bill 1938 yeah. or whatever, you know, whatever the number complex is. Language and whatever there. is inside of it is a yay or nay. That's your two choices back to the black and white. It either passes or it doesn't, right? But if it passes, everything that's in it goes. So if it says we're going to, you know what? We're going to feed the homeless. Million dollars right here or billion or I don't care, trillion, pick a number, <laughs> whatever it costs to feed the homeless. We're going to do that. Oh, but the exact same amount that it costs to feed the homeless, we're also going to buy nuclear weapons with. Is that cool? Cool with you? I mean, feeding the homeless sounds good, right? Like, we should do that. And that's the headline. Yeah. And buying nuclear weapons, like, that helps our military. Maybe it's not so bad. So it goes. Yeah. And what sucks is when the vote goes through, and it's super split, but one side has two more, it passes or it fails even if one side has two more for no's and it fails you know and so again that's that's the hindrance of progress that's the our system is just so sluggish and stupid Mm -hmm, (laughs) that we can't if we if we can't agree to disagree and so we just disagree shit all gets done nothing happens yeah and we're stuck and it and i wish i just continue to wish that they would revise the way that they're thinking to you know, when they're doing these meetings, it, it, if you got down on a smaller level, like the the board meeting of an HOA or something like that, you know, where they're like, okay, so we're going to vote on approved housing paint colors, mm-hmm. right? Like it's inconsequential. No one really cares, to be honest, but some people have a few opinions mm-hmm. and they vote and 90% of the time, everybody's like, sure, whatever, cool. And it goes, okay, cool beans. The problem arises when there's 10 people on the board and five want to say yes and five want to say no. And Mm -hmm. that's what we have in our political system right now is half want to say yes and half want to say no to everything. Yeah. And so if we can just get down to – if we could just get get down to the smaller nitty-gritty in the same HOA environment, instead of voting on the six approved housing pallets or whatever, do you like red? Is red okay? And then we ask everybody and we get their votes. Okay, cool. Only two people don't like red, but eight people do. So it goes. What about yellow? Oh, basically nobody likes yellow. So Linda, Linda, we're going to call her Linda. Linda likes yellow. She wanted to pay her. But no, uh -uh, we're not doing yellow. Nine people said no. So yellow's out. So instead of voting on what I decided this bill is, we're going to vote on the the morsels, the, the smaller pieces of it. You know, um, when you go to a restaurant and you order the meal, you get a salad you can say i don't want tomatoes in it and they don't put tomatoes in it when you when you do a burger and you say yeah i want the deluxe i want everything no onions no onions mm-hmm. okay cool you get to choose the everything good you want and nothing bad you don't but at our country level it's a do you want combo number 1 or combo number 2 as is no no changes no exchanges no swaps yeah. have to choose it with the onions and that's you get it with the close. onions the tomatoes and you can no and, and you have to eat it you can't you can't open the bun and physically pick them off either nope you got to eat yeah. it yeah we're it just more complicated than that, that, is, that that's how our our problems so i i mean i think i i think overall again it's just like we do need to start thinking less black and white. And and I would say we as in like I think you and I don't don't entirely think just in black and white, but I think, you know, as a general We're forced consensus. To. You and I are forced to. We just uh 2 months ago went to a voting location and had to choose an A or a B. Yeah. We're forced to. Yeah. 
we had to say yes or no on different bills. There was, there's literally a proposition from my just county location about a, um, a like nature area, pond, whatever, whatever, with a bunch of turtles and stuff in it, like uh, wildlife. There was wildlife somewhere. I don't know the exact location. And anyway, this um, neighborhood was like, we want a second entrance to a main road. So we want to like pave a road through this wildlife. And what we'll do is we'll relocate the, the turtles, there was turtles, we'll relocate the turtles to another pond. But if you read the entire article, they were only going to take up to, up to, up to 10% of the population of turtles and relocate them. Oh, sneaky bastards. If you actually read all the stuff. And so I was like, fuck no, you don't make it to your road. Like drive, drive yeah. around. You have a car. I got the turtles live. Yeah, Let the trees be. It's fine. <laughs> but that was literally on my bill. And again, it was a yes or a no. Yeah. There was no like, well, I would let you have your road. I, I could, I would be fine with you could have your cake and eat it too yeah. if you moved all the turtles. Yeah. And built like a habitat for them yeah, or something. Yeah, because you're not saying like, fuck you, you don't get a road. It's like, hey, no, the, the amount of turtles that you're planning on bringing is the problem here. But you're not allowed it's, to take those, the, that onion exactly. as a substitute, you know? Exactly. I was not allowed to, I could not like write in a new bill and say, this is kind of how I would solve the problem. Yeah. And I agree to this as my vote. So my vote was, no, you're not allowed to build your road. Not that I have any qualms with that neighborhood having a second entrance to the road. It's the way they were going to go about it. Right. That's the problem. I mean, yeah, that's a huge summarization of kind of everything that's going on. We do need, we just need less if you're not this, then that. I don't know how it's going to happen. It's not like it's a magical overnight thing, thing. But I think when we could all bring into our own levels of awareness and our own being, bring in like, oh, am I just being forced to choose this or that? How do I feel about that? Am I just uh, extending as to someone else as an option? Like, hey, the blue pill or the red pill or the, this or the that or whatever. I think we could all mm -hmm. upgrade our sense making when it comes to that. Um, Tyler, we're getting up here in time. I know you have other meetings. We are, um, yeah, yeah, and uh, I appreciate that. I um, I actually wanted to follow up with one more thing and just yeah, say definitely. because we've been harping on this, um, it's it's not always bad to have a do you want salt or pepper situation. Um, Baskin Robbins famously did not do more than thirty one flavors because sometimes too much choice is too much. Hundred percent. Um, Netflix, too many things to watch. Cable TV, too many channels, nothing ever good on. Um, you know, those kind of situations arise when you do have way too much. So I'm, I, I want everyone to have a voice, but imagine just in my small example, let's say that that, that community that wanted a new road had a hundred houses. That's a hundred people's opinions on what to do with the turtles and how to do everything and whatnot. So, so, you know, the, the summarization into bills and the, the coming together into a unified response is going to take time mm. due to that fact, but, um, you know, it's, it, it needs to happen. And I guess I'm just saying that there's still imagine back to the, the, the TV show ratings or explicit content ratings or whatever. Like we already have, I think we, we discussed smoking, you know, sex, violence, gore, blood, all that stuff on there. How, when do we end up uploading the whole dictionary and being like, well, there's somebody who's a redhead. So like <laughs> caution, if you don't like redheads, you know, or, or there's yeah. LGBTQ content, which is a big thing, you know, like how many tags do we have to assign? And mm -hmm. when is, when is too much, too much, you know, at the grocery store, paper or plastic, 
bring your reusable bags if you want. There's your three choices. Yeah. Or no bags, I guess. There's four. You just throw the stuff in a cart. Would you, you, you know, do, I but, feel like you're um, a psychopath if you just like carry your stuff out. But I mean, or you're <laughs> or you're saving the environment. I have to. I I have to be honest with you, and um, I am a psychopath. Um, but I do enjoy shopping at Aldi where they they charge for bags and mm. so bags aren't and they don't even bag your stuff they just you have to put a quarter in the cart to get it um and then that means you return your cart to get your quarter back because Americans are cheap I'm it's so funny that I see tons of carts in the parking lot people are too lazy to return I go so I get I'm crazy about this like I'm I'm yeah. someone who's like if you don't put your cart back you're not a good person like I'm like you're it's a, a hard line just, I, <laughs> I don't right. know I, I'm like dude put your damn <laughs> cart back you. like put your damn cart back get your quarter and stuff but anyway um so so point being is, is I do go and I do shop at Aldi occasionally and I have this um trunk organizer which is just like this fold out thing with a bunch of cubbies mm. essentially and so i don't do bags because i end up just throwing them away and they go to landfill and so i yeah i don't do bags i roll my shopping cart out with all my random stuff as a psychopath and then i throw it in my trunk organizer which is really nice because it has handles on each side and mm. when i park i can just carry the whole damn thing in it weighs like you know a million pounds when it's full but you can do one trip and you're in your kitchen you're done yeah, um, you, you being a psychopath is is saving the <laughs> environment. I very much appreciate your psychopathness. Good, good, good. good. <laughs> um, yeah. What one last thing that can, I? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. But well, I, well. So I wanted to uh, just you know I want to respect your time here. I did want to kind of like wrap things up. I've I've been enjoying this question lately, and I feel like you'd have a, a great answer to it. Um, what, Mr. Milliken? What what do you think the world could use more of right now? Like like what what First does the off, world need? First off, uh, Mr. Milliken is my father. Um, I'm <laughs> but um, oh my, what can the world use more of? Um, let's see. On Thursday, January 21st, 2021, at 3.36 p.m., what the world could use more of is um, non-apologetic patience. Um, mm. the, the world needs more responses that say it's cool don't sweat it um i got your back you know and i i'm saying that because i feel like i'm not i i know i'm not alone but i definitely feel like the the world as a whole with you know like all of 2020 and everything else is is hurt it's hurt and struggling and and is needing needing time so patience, you know, I, I just got, you know, it, we're trying to be respectful of my time. I am seven minutes late to my meeting and I got a text message. Oh, no. Are we meeting now? Question, you know, and it's one of those, like, I don't feel rushed to answer that because it's okay. It'll be there. Mm. Even if I was like, sorry, we can't meet today. We'll solve the problem tomorrow. Mm. The world's going to keep going. The sun's going to come up, you know, as far as we know, I mean, shit. <laughs> we don't know but is it the rapture we'll see right exactly but uh, yeah. but no what the world could mm. use more of is just unapologetic patience i'm not going to tell this individual that i am eight minutes late now and maybe it'd be another two or something i'm not gonna say sorry for being late mm. i'm gonna say hey here i am I and he's that. gonna be okay with that you know because it's it's our time and you know you no know, i didn't meet my exact time but we're still having our meeting the world's still turning things yeah. are still happening no one died yeah you know it's n it's not that big so, a deal yeah 
I, yeah, I suppose I like after saying after saying no one died uh, for for non apologetic patients, if anyone listening to this is perhaps like an EMT or nine one one operator, like please. <laughs> with haste <laughs> your job please respond to that call please respond yeah, don't, people yeah, don't, need like, you. Oh, don't call me later like i'll let it go to voicemail like no 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 yeah. please don't do that <laughs> yeah but, that's not that's another funny. black and white could you situation. imagine yeah. calling 911 and getting a voicemail i i like i've called 911 i think three times in my life but i i just that that epiphany right there like oh my god leave a message we'll try to get back to you (laughs) let us know what's going on right please leave your name and number and we'll reach you back in our students convenience imagine listening back imagine if your job was the person to listen back to the 911 voicemails where someone's (laughs) like are you kidding me you didn't answer your 911 like my friend's dying seriously yeah Yeah. seriously like like at what point do you hang up and call back you know you call again like are are they on do not disturb mode you gotta call twice in a row or something yeah you you have to power call to get your emergency to be at the top of the list Maybe that's yeah. what we're moving towards. Uh, um, we might be, but but anyway, that that should answer. It doesn't really answer too much, but I believe mm-hmm. my main topic would be um, more on un- unapologetic patience. Yeah. Like just don't be sorry for things that shouldn't be sorry for, yeah. and be willing to just breathe. Excellent, man. I love it. I, I love to end there. Uh, that's that's a really great point. Tyler, I really appreciate your time, man. Um, I appreciate, I mean, even just, just your friendship you, uh, as, as a coworker, your friendship through that, you've taught me a lot. Um, you're a great leader. Um, you're someone that I look up to in, in forms of um, just how confident you are with meeting new people, uh, with how you handle your workflow. Uh, it's just fantastic. I, I enjoy working with you and I'm really, I'm really pumped that you agreed to come on the podcast and just kind of chat with me. So thank you so much. Yeah, Tyler. same. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And I, um, I, I hope to anyone out there, whether they're listening to it tomorrow or listening to it in 20, 30, 40, 50 years, 50 that, years. Uh, they honestly, 50 years. I mean, look back and be like, man, yeah, they went through some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. So, uh, yeah. All right. Well, thank you, my friend. Thanks for having me. Yeah, definitely, man. All right, Tyler, have a good rest of your day. Listeners, drink some water, stretch, and love yourself. Be a little more patient with yourself. Cheers. Unapologetically patient. Hey, we'll end it with a cheers with the with the waters. Clink. There we go. All right. See you later, buddy. Have a good one. Hey, folks. Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, please consider sharing, following, subscribing, leaving a review, sending to a friend, whatever. If you did enjoy it and something stood out from you, maybe uh, leave a comment or uh, send a little note on social media what you liked about it or a, a quote that was profound or something we talked about that made you change your perspective. Anything you could do, any interaction is, is helpful to me and uh, hopefully it's enjoyable to you. So thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next episode. Take care of yourselves. Knowledge is power.